Hello, hello, and welcome to the Gulf War Era Veterans No Zone, a jam-packed show about everything you need to know to live a fulfilled life after service. If you've served in Southwest Asia anytime from 1990 to present day, we're your people. We've got your back, and if it's about bettering your life, we've got it covered. Tune in every week for stories from veterans who have served with us. Learn about all the different government benefits, jobs, and business opportunities you can leverage to level up and feel more resilient and in control of your life as we discuss PTSD recovery and wellness. Here are your hosts and fellow veterans, Nikkei Roach and Jesse Almanza. Well, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, and welcome to another episode of the No Zone. My name, of course, is Nikkei Roach, and I am a former United States Army medic that I served during Desert Storm. And my co-host is, of course, the spectacularly awesome Jesse Almanza, who is a retired gunnery sergeant who is a wealth of information. And we wanted to just invite you to the No Zone. I want to see if Jesse can hear me. I can hear you. Okay. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> okay. I was, I was like, can he hear me or something like that? Or am I missing something here? But welcome fellow Gulf War era veterans and other veterans from different areas. Of course, we, we oftentimes get together for the no zone to have um, chats about, you know, different subject matters. And today is no exception. Um, we, you know, many, many businesses that you may have heard of or worked with or come in contact with were veteran created, you know, some like Wendy's, you know, Nike, um, Enterprise Rent-A-Car, even Taco Bell was actually created by a World War II veteran. So many of those companies, the, the founder of those companies have long since passed away and those companies are still around. But you may not know this, that many of the people in your neighborhood are business owners. Some of them are you. Some of them are the guy across the street or the gal across the street, and some of them are car dealerships or the lawyers or even, you know, own small practices in different fields from everything from refrigeration and cooling to lawn care or veterans. As a matter of fact, the guy who does my uh, lawn is actually a Navy veteran. So I wanted to invite you to talk about these these things, and, and we're going to actually learn about some of the amazing things that are that gives you as a veteran options and actually advantages above you know the average citizen. But before I go on, I have to give you this disclaimer statement. Neither myself nor my co-host are authorized VA mem uh, VA representatives to speak on their behalf. Nor do we re re represent a state agency, a law firm, or a VSO. We are just two folks who get together to share best practices about how to survive and actually thrive in the VA community. And you're welcome to do the same thing using VA sites, but also state sites and other services that are specifically designed for veterans. So just wanted to put that out and wanted to thank you again to the No Zone. Woo, that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. I'm going to throw the lifesaver out at you. Oh, my God. I had to go for a minute there. All right. You go ahead, Jesse, because I, I had I had to, like, ooh, take a breath there. Yeah. Well, welcome, everyone. My name is um, Jesse Almanza, Gunnery Sergeant, United States Marine Corps, retired. And I um, hope everyone is doing well. And just for to give everybody a head start, happy Veterans Day coming up. And I'm not sure what you're going to be doing. Um, I know that I've got, I don't know, probably 20 places to be at at one time, uh, but I'm not going to be at 20 places. I'm going to be at one place, and I'm not quite sure quite where that place is going to be at, but 
We have a selection. We're veterans. Do we celebrate our day? Always remember that. Uh, moving forward as of today and, you know, from here on out, where are your colors? Where's something that signifies or identifies that you are a military member, uh, veteran, active or, or reservist or whatever, whatever it is, always wear your colors. You don't know what you're going to get out of the deal if you happen to be at a restaurant or something. Somebody end up might end up buying you a meal or somebody, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are true patriots. And um, I was at a hockey, a hockey game yesterday in Winston-Salem, and I, I, I was overwhelmed. Uh, I, I'm a member of the Marine Corps League uh, 260 in Greensboro, North Carolina. And I went over there just to set up a table to do a recruitment or just to kind of identify individuals who might have been interested in, in joining the league. But there was so many patriots that came up to the table. Patriots, I mean that these individuals that are not military, that are not veterans, they're just true, bona fide, certified patriots, and they appreciate everything that us veterans do and have done and where we've been and how we've helped protect the country and so on. And they were so appreciative. I had moms and dads bringing their little kids over here and thanking us and shaking our hands and hugging us of all things. I'm like, whoa, you know. So it's out there. A lot of people do care about you and what you've done. Uh, so please, 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 whenever you get a chance to wear your colors around, let people know where you're coming from. I, I realize that some of you are not quite into that scene anymore. You've left the military behind. Everything is gone, you know, for right now. But you are a veteran. You did serve your country. And you are an alumni, a DD-214 alumni. You have, you have that paper. And you are a veteran. And whether you go out into the streets and advertise that or not, it doesn't matter. That's not ever going to go away. And um, we have a very interesting conversation going on today. And we are going to talk about those of you who have had that ultimate decision of running your own business or at least starting it. I know I tried to start it when I first got out of the Marine Corps a while back. And I don't know how many little ordeals I just jumped into. And uh, none of them panned out because I didn't know what I was doing. You know, social media was not around and I couldn't advertise through social media. It was all by word of mouth. And, you know, at that point in time, when I got out, it just not wasn't there. So uh, go back to the basics. Go find out you know, if you are starting your business. I'm sure Nikkei will kind of jump in here in a few minutes and talk about a business setting and what it takes. And, you know, the training that's out there for that, because it's important. So, Nikkei, I'll go ahead and pass that on to you. and see what you can uh, come up with here in regards to some training aspects. Uh, All righty. Well, thank you very much, Jesse. And um, as I had alluded to um, uh, all the different businesses that, that we, that we, um, that we come in contact with, I mean, many of them that you would be surprised. And, and I think um, I was uh, working with Jesse on a, on a project um, recently, like we were building and, and he was trying, he was talking to someone who was, who was a trades person. I think I mentioned this at one time before, and only through conversation did he eventually realize that some of these uh, people who work for this company were were veterans, and and many of them served in the same branch, but they weren't necessarily the owners or the executives of the company. But there are a lot of folks who don't always advertise that, and and I I tend to to remind veterans some of the many advantages that you have because 
uh, for oftentimes people are looking for veterans. They're very, they're, they're, I know sometimes it gets a little weird, you know, depending on whatever side of the aisle you hang on. Um, but there are a lot of folks out there who will specifically look for veteran owned businesses. I know for a fact, many of the folks who are, who come into our business are veterans. Um, they themselves, and many of them also are business owners themselves. So what are some of the fundamental steps? If you've never started a business before, why would you do it? I mean, the first question is, what's your why? Why do you want to start a business? I mean, yes, of course, you know, you have a burning desire to solve a problem, but what is your why? I mean, do you want to do it for financial reasons or do you want to just do it to serve other folks? You know, what is your why is, is not what's my why. That's the kind of the weird thing about that. But then going back um, a little further is that, do you have a, a, a problem to solve? I mean, there are multiple problems out here that we can solve. And when I say problems, I'm talking about things like lawn care, you know, and you see a problem out there. And that's what happened when we first started our business, which was, whoa, God, a long time ago. Um, we did not see a particular industry. And that was a health and wellness industry that was actually, you know, servicing people at the level. So we started that, that business. And now my wife runs that a lot. Um, I, I'm still, you know, I still work, work for the company, but she runs it on, on most parts. And, and a lot of our patients and clients are veterans. Um, look, uh, maybe about two years or so. Um, and I want to kind of give you some of the some of the bigger big kind of high high versions of it. I went to a really great program called the Defense Contractor Academy. And that one is actually put on by the state of North Carolina specifically. It's hosted by the various community college and more specifically the community college near Fort Bragg. I have no idea. <laughs> that glitter is killing okay. me. <laughs> around, around Fort Bragg. And what it is, is it's to take veterans, to show veterans. Um, it doesn't always have to be veterans, but in my class specifically, I think we had about 98% of the crowd was veterans. And some of them just got out of active duty. And some of them were actually on leave. So they weren't quite out of coming off. And it was through that program that I learned some of the major advantages that we as veterans have. Such as, did you know that specifically if you're working with the Department of, of Veterans Affairs, you kind of come to the top because the VA oftentimes looking for veteran-owned businesses because it's within their mandate to be able to provide those services. Also, there's other things that are thrown in there for you, like you have preferential treatment when you're buying supplies, you know? And Jesse said earlier today, he was out of a hockey game. That actually extends onto other supplies. So say if you're in a trades world, it's just asking your supplier, do they provide it? In our in our specific company, in our telephony, we get as much as, I think it's a 20% discount on our telephony. And our on our internet side, we get 30% because we are a veteran-owned businesses. The thing about it is you don't really know until you ask. Because many of the companies that 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 you be it, you know, you, you get your 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 cleaning supplies from or you get your phone services from or you get your Internet from, they were either have somebody in their organization who were veterans or who are veterans from the founders. Or maybe there are a lot of people who just want to serve veterans. So that's you know, that's kind of a high up approach about starting a business. I'll let Jesse hand on because he was talking about something when we were talking about being able to um, to help veterans to showcase their business. Go ahead, Jesse. 
Yeah, let me let me tell you first and foremost, I think all of us in the military, all of us as veterans, we've done a lot of things in our life. You know, if you go back to your MOS in the, in the Marine Corps, military occupational uh, specialist, not sure what the Army, Air Force and stuff referring to, but it's an MOS. It's something that you do when you're in there. You're either a communications, your motor transport, your engineers. We we kind of do a lot of stuff in the in the military. So we already have these built-in skill sets that, you know, when we get out, when one gets out, you start thinking about maybe I want to start my own business. If you happen to be a, an engineer and you were a plumber, for example, and you have that skill set and you want to start a business, you know, I, Nikkei alluded to a while ago that he was helping me out with a project. I have a rehab that I am doing right now. And I am looking for, and I have been looking for, and have worked with, and working with veterans in the skills, because I know they have the skills, like electricians. I know there's plumbers out there. I know there's individuals that know and understand how to do concrete and uh, roofing and all these kind of things that are out there. And I'm going to tell you one thing right now: it gets really expensive when you go with a company that is going to write down every single thing that they're going to charge every single nut and bolt that they're going to charge you $20 plus for reminds me of the government, by the way, anyway, <laughs> anyway, they're going to charge you for all of this stuff. And then by the time the smoke clears, you really add up what you've spent and you say, man, I got charged $10,000. But if I really do the math, that should have been like a $3,000 project. So, one could have saved him or herself up to six to seven thousand dollars depending on what they did and i'm not saying that a lot of companies are not doing their work everybody needs to make money and someone people will figure out a way how to go ahead about doing it. and they're not doing anything wrong by doing that but what I, where i'm going to is this if you're a veteran and you have a business and you connect with other veterans and uh you let it be known that you're a veteran and you're willing to help out at your hand. You know, there's over 20 million veterans throughout the continental United States and abroad. And if you're in a certain area like in North Carolina, where we have up to 700 and, uh, 750, 36,000 veterans that live in this state alone. Now, that's a referral source for you if you happen to be in the triad area where we're at, where we have. 109,000 veterans that live here, the word gets around for the business that you do. If I know, like I already know of several veterans that have been working with me, if I know of a project that's going to come up, I can guarantee you that I'm going to refer you to that project, to that person that said, hey, do you know a person that can do this? If you are a veteran and I know that you can do it, I am going to refer you to them. And I am going to praise you because I know you're going to do a good job and so on. And it's a lot of word of mouth and stuff. And that way you can get your business going. Again, I'm not saying that businesses that are not better or not, that are not doing their job. I'm basically saying that we're here to cover each other, cover each other's six, as we do when we're in the military and stuff. We want to take care of you. I've gone to several uh, community fairs out in the community. And there's veterans out there that are struggling. I mean, they 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 do little knickknacks and they do flowers and pots and ceramic stuff. And, and they go out there and they sell it at a booth. 
and I'm always one to go and even though I don't need some of the items and stuff you know I always just go ahead and support them I always pay that extra dollar and say here you go I'll take that especially when the holidays are coming around if I bought something at a fair and I really wasn't going to use it I can always pass it on to somebody else as a gift considering that it's already we're getting very close to our holiday season and stuff and Christmas is around the corner anyway why not support your local veterans why not go to the country fairs and and those little things that you come across to and you know that there's veterans out there trying to make ends meet because that's the idea ultimately until they get big like uh what AT&T and and Verizon until you start getting big you know Walmart and all them guys uh, until then you've got to do what you got to do to survive and I'm all for providing whatever information of a veteran that I know that has a business to anybody else who asks about it mm-hmm. and that's what this is all about and that's why we want to talk about veteran owned businesses because I personally think that you sell yourself short when you don't talk about your business when you don't say too much about it and you you know you think that everything's going to be okay and stuff um, I can refer you just like anybody. Nikkei can refer you to somebody who's selling something that you want. You know, there's artwork out there. There's food out there. There's produce out there. There's a lot of things out there that we can buy. Uh, which, by the way, considering the fact that all these conic boxes are sitting out in the middle of the ocean out there, <laughs> you may it may be a while before you get what you ordered and stuff. Good luck. <laughs> but if you got a veteran out there that's selling something similar to that, why not support it? You know, you probably get the product a lot faster and stuff, depending on what it is. Uh, and I, the story I basically am telling is that I'm working with veterans right now that are able and capable to do the jobs that I want them to do. And I will be more than happy to continue working with veterans within, under that capacity. Uh, and like Nikkei said a while ago, some of the company, some of the other companies that are not owned by veterans, but veterans work with them, are well to support as or good to support as well, because you want to make sure that you, you know, you're out there helping and doing what you have to do and stuff with that. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't wait until this Saturday. We've invited at random various uh, uh business owners we i know most of a lot of you are out are out in different areas of the united states and stuff when you're tuning into this podcast here but if you happen to be in a triad or uh piedmont area here in north carolina which is winston salem and uh high point and kernersville and greensboro and all of those areas out here and surrounding areas uh we're sending out the message you know come come to our meeting Let's highlight what you do, what you have. Bring a sample if you want. It doesn't matter. Let's talk about your business. Let's highlight you. Let's bring you out there. So when we, when you go to a fair, next time you go to a fair, we know where you're going to be at. We know where you're going to be located at. And we'll let the other veterans know. Mm-hmm. It would be surprised the size of the veterans, uh, uh, what do you call it, gatherings that we have up in this area out here. We have a lot of gatherings, unlike other places. But out here in Winston-Salem area, we have a lot of gatherings for veterans and stuff. So there's a lot of support out there for you. Nikkei? There, there is. And, and as a matter of fact, uh, this morning, uh, I was out um, with another Gulf War veteran, Desert Storm. And she um, just just off the lark because um, she's had some health problems um, in the past. And she decided, you know, some of those things were related to what she was eating. Um, some 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 digestive issues and stuff like that. So 
she adjusted her life, um, became very, um, very conscious about what she puts in, you know, being intentional, not just, you know, eating because you're, you're hungry, but you're eating for nourishment. And uh, she started eating a particular particular way. It improved her health. It improved her, her psychological space. And she, she started to think, hey, you know, um, why don't I, I start sharing this with other people? So uh, she and, a, and another a young lady started a vegan catering company. And we, um, my wife and I, a little while back, we went to their, to their showcase, their grand opening. And I'm telling you, the food was fantastic. And it was all vegan, meaning there was no animal products. The cheese, I mean, the, the macaroni and cheese tastes like macaroni and cheese. It is really, really good. And so, you know, just sometimes you, you have something, it helps you solve a problem. She's now building her business. And it's so new that they don't even have a website. They get their, their clientele from Facebook. And she's in, she and them are in transition to get, get one in. But it also, and, and I know sometimes it's just a small idea. And you might think, literally, that one was created in her kitchen. Um, and it continues to grow. And it continues to grow. But then I, I was talking to uh, retired Colonel Michael Black from from Air Air Force, and uh, his company. They he and, and and Jesse talked to this a little bit a little bit earlier about your MOS. What did you do in the military that can be transferred over to your civilian services that you can make money on? And and oftentimes you actually make a lot more money than you did on active duty because <laughs> it is what it is. Um, but. If you looked at the, you know, to look at what what his background was, it was communications. He, I mean, he was the communications chief of the White House, deputy and the commander of the White House communications under two presidents. Now, after he left the military, it's like, what what are you going to do? Uh, I know communications. So guess what? He partnered with a veteran-owned business. As a matter of fact, it is a veteran-owned business to take over an executive executive position in that organization. And today he still works with that company. So it, it's sometimes easier for veterans to hire other veterans because you you know their background. You know their what they, and what I mean by their, their background is you know that they've gone to boot camp. They have a specific esprit de corps. They have a particular way of doing things and mannerism that veterans tend to understand you, no matter what branch you've come from. If, if you know, I, I have a, a company and, and, my former business partner was a Navy veteran. I had a Marine there and I've had a, um, a soldier there. So I think I've had every branch of the military come work for our company. And interesting enough, those companies went on to 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 go individual. They, they left us and they grew. We out they outgrew us and they went off and started their own enterprise in different parts of the country. But it's oftentimes what you did. I was a medic, so it makes sense that I went into healthcare. Some people, like Jesse said, may have been in other things like communications or maybe they were in personnel. You know, you're in S S1 or you're in security. Uh, you're like, well, what can I do? I was, you know, I had a security clearance. Have you thought about all the different businesses that, <laughs> that cybersecurity and all the different things? We have a friend named uh, Kevin, who's one of the uh, co-founders of our organization. You know, he comes from IT, IT communications and building. What did he do? go do that in the civilian world. So why can't you, if you have an idea and, and, and remember all, even if, and I know sometimes combat arms, we think, okay, nobody's going to hire me because my job was to shoot people, but you'd be surprised about how many companies are looking for you as a veteran to work with. Many veteran owned businesses are loaded with veterans. They, they kind of like, okay, well, 
And that's what I meant earlier is that you have a leg up. If you have a veteran owned business, they're like, well, you're a veteran. Okay, cool. Come on in. We're looking for you. You know, we're looking for your, for your, for, we're looking for your background. We're looking for your dedication. And we all know that. And so consider, you know, looking at companies, even if you're, if you're not, ah, I don't want to do the business, look for companies that are owned by businesses. There may be opportunity for growth in those organizations. And I'm, and it, it shocks me how many different businesses that, I come in contact with that I did not know. Now, here's some basic things that Jesse had talked to earlier that you can do to showcase your business. One, put it on your website, veteran-owned business, okay? That's an easy one, okay? A lot of us don't think about doing that. It's like, well, nobody knows I'm veteran. Put on it. If There are a lot of different ones out there that you can find, or you can just create your own. I mean, you can you can just ask somebody to design one which looks like your stuff and you design, put it on your website, put it on your mailers, anything you send out. If you're doing an advertising in a magazine, put veteran owned business. Secondly, if you're in the trade skills, like you're in HVAC, put it on the side of your vans. If you're in transportation, like you moving equipment, like uh, Jesse said about your stuff being at the ports. If you're in trucking, you run a trucking business. I've seen them actually. It says veteran-owned businesses, and they do that intentionally because some people, many of them, are looking for specifically that. The other thing that you can do, and I know a lot of people don't do it, is that if you have a shirt, like your company puts on shirts, like, you know, there are different company shirts, like say if you're a mechanic or you're in the trades world, or maybe you're in different things, like you're on your business card. You hand it out to somebody, even if that person that's handing the business card is not a veteran themselves, if you put that little veteran-owned business, you're getting a leg up. Those are basic things that you can do. And as I said about your shirt is you can put that, especially if you're in the trades world, you can put it on your shirt. You remember your combat patch if you're an army, old army, new army, they put it on the chest. But you can put it on your on the shoulder, veteran-owned business. And you can get very creative with this kind of stuff. But you would be surprised how many different businesses and like – it, I bet you if Jesse, if somebody came in to take care of something in his house, maybe it's to fix an electrical problem, or maybe it's a plumbing problem, or maybe it's an IT problem. It doesn't have to be something that you have to get under something. It's an IT problem. If it says veteran-owned business and he's a veteran himself, don't you think they will have some kind of collaboration going on? Do you think he would say, oh, cool, these guys are veteran-owned businesses? I know 10 other people in this community who need your your to need your mm -hmm. business. So there are just so many things that we even forget about doing that they're so basic. You don't have to have a giant billboard unless and if you have a giant billboard, then say veteran-owned businesses. But it, it it's I, I remember years ago when we were we were we were um starting a business, we had the Better Business Bureau always looking for us. And I never understood what the Better Business Bureau was for. Okay, I it didn't make sense to me why people would search for the Better Business Bureau. There's a reason why. And you pay the membership dues every year, yada, yada, yada. You almost never use them. But some people look for that, those three Bs. There are others who look for that veteran-owned business. And you have a unique position in the marketplace if you're a business owner. If you're in IT, and as a matter of fact, I'm working on a project with another organization, and they're exactly doing that. They're bringing on veterans intentionally. Now, the founders are not veterans, but they're bringing on veterans as owners 
so that they can have the moniker veteran-owned business. Now, when you get into federal services, there's a whole bunch of other you know hoops and stuff you got to jump to to actually be able to say that because you just can't do that if you're going to work for the veteran work for the federal services because they have a whole bunch of other stipulations. But if you have you know is a husband and wife team, if you have somebody who's a junior partner in an organization like a law firm, how many lawyers do you think are veterans? A lot, a lot. How many do you think that some of the partners are lawyers in there? A lot. Many of those JAG officers that you remember, some of you didn't want to come in contact with them because you got in trouble. Remember those kind of guys and gals? You don't want to come in the, uh, ahead of the man or the gal or the, or the man or the woman who, who was sitting with the gavel because you got in trouble. When they leave the military, do you think they stop practicing law? No. They go work for another law firm or they, they become a partner in another law firm. And that little moniker, veteran-owned business, gets them a shoe in for other stuff. Jesse? Yeah, very good point. I was going through my list of uh, business cards here and um, I was kind of scanning through it, going through some of these that may have had that little imprint, veteran-owned business or company, and not one of them had that on there. Okay, if I didn't know that the person was a veteran when I took that card, I would have no idea that they represented that business because I've talked to a lot of individuals and I ask them for their card. And next time I ask them for a card, I'm going to try to remember to say, you ought to put veteran owned business on there because if it doesn't have it on there, I may lose your card and you know, I may not be able to refer you or, or get business to you and stuff, but it is important to do that. You know, another very important thing to remember too, is that, you know, if you are, if you are a business owner, and uh, you hire veterans, you know, you don't have to be a veteran on business, but you hire veterans. And if you're a veteran, likely so, this happened to me, true story. There was a veteran that was working for that company and guess what he had on? United States Army shirt on. He had, he was wearing his colors, but he was an employee of another company. I identified him to be, and I'm not going to disclose who he is because I offered him a, a job on his side besides his company as well, too, because who cannot use another few hundred dollars off on his side and stuff because you you can. You have the skill sets and stuff. And on a weekend, off-duty time, off-work time, you can do whatever you want to do when you're not working for your own business and stuff. I know I've done it many, many a times. Mm -hmm. I've done work for other, other people even though I work for companies and stuff, uh, mainly because I wanted to do a different job or I wanted to do that job. But I saw that individual. I saw that he had, he was wearing his colors. He was working in behalf of another company, but I identified him as a veteran. And I did say, I need extra stuff to be done, but I can't do it now. Are you open on weekends to come and do it for me? And they said, fine, I'll do it. That's how you make the extra buck. That's how you make, you know, try to help you out as much as possible. I know when I pay $10,000 off to a company and they hire these employees, they may be veteran employees, but regardless of who they are, they're going to get dimes and nickels for what the job that they did. And they did all the work. You know, the company, all they did was inflate your, you know, your according to whatever is supposed to be costing out there. That's inflation, I should say. That's what they charged you. 
So it's important to understand wearing your colors, identifying yourself to other veterans and stuff. There is a network, a, a whole grip load of patriots out there that also want to help you out as much as possible too. But they'll never do it until you identify yourself because they don't know who you are. In your on your business cards, make sure that you write. That. It's very important. I mean, I. I wish I would have brought that one up, Nikkei, but you know. I, 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 wanted, I wanted to circle back into that because that has happened to me so many times. I mean, let's say you're going for a loan and you, you know, your your credit is okay. It's not stellar, but or maybe you're going a little bit further than your credit limit will go. And Jesse said something that's really important that there are many patriots. Now, practically every American has some connection to a veteran. And it doesn't mean that they have somebody in their family. It could be somebody who just recently immigrated. And I remember um, reading a story, and this is so, so important because it was a story about a gentleman during the Haitian um, earthquake. And it was the United States military. It was the army who came in and protected his family and, and resettled and got them water and made sure he was protected. And this gentleman was so you know inspired and awestruck about the the contribution that these these boys and girls came to his country to help him they didn't have to they could have just i mean i know you know we signed a contract and we swear to defend the constitution but you do realize that's a choice it's still a choice we still don't have to force people to join the military it's still a choice so these guys and girls went to haiti they volunteered to go to haiti to a country that was full of turmoil, you know, all kinds of problems. And they helped this young person and his family. When he was able to matriculate into the United States, what do you think he did? He went into West Point. He became an army officer. But And, and it's the story is, you'd be surprised by how many people come in contact with him. Again, he has nobody in the United States military except himself, but he has a connection. And if you're going again into banking and you need that advantage, you know, you have a loan officer sitting right at you. And, you know, maybe you're not the best. Maybe you're a little late on a couple of things, but you are a dedicated company owner. Maybe, you know, you hit some bumps in the roads and they're looking at you like, you know, I don't know. And it's, it's, it's a gut call. But if you, they know that you are a veteran owned business, and chances are that loan officer has somewhere in their family, maybe there's a grandmother or a grandfather or it was a cousin or sister, or maybe when they were young, it was a coach who happened to be a veteran who inspired them. These people are looking to give back. And maybe that coach or that person who inspired them, you know, down the road who did something significant in life is, is dead and gone, but they still feel almost obligated. They almost feel like, they helped me so many times. I mean, and that, just like the guy in Haiti, he felt almost obligated. Like he's like, I have to give back to the people who serve me. And those loan officers will, I, this has happened to me. I'm telling you, it happens. They're sitting there and they're like, I don't say everybody, but you were right on the line. But we're giving it to you because such and such a person in my family was in the military and I want to serve veterans and they gave me the loan. Think about those, you have a leg up, but a lot of us don't even know we have that advantage because we don't acknowledge that. And it doesn't matter what side of the park you dance on. 
if you have it on your card and people know about it, then they tend to give you more favors. I, I mean, I'm, I'm li we're literally giving you the roadmap to, to, to kind of get around the bush, the complications that you may come in contact. If you can, if you know it and you have a business as of honor and distinction, you're not trying to rip people off. That's a different story. You know, you probably have, you might have to get those JAG officers back to help you out because <laughs> you did something wrong, but you you have you have many advantages that you're not even utilizing and again if this is a business or maybe here's the other one maybe it's you're not the business owner but you're charged with working a contract or maybe you're in sales but when the person on the other side is the person the purchasing agent and they're like yeah you're a veteran yeah i was in the core oh, really you know i was a coastie really and you, you start talking, and before you know it, slang, sign on a dotted line, piecing out. And they don't really know much about your company, but they know you. And because you represent that organization and you have that level of integrity, they're working with you. You're literally the foot door. I mean, not the foot door. You're the, you're the key that allows a lot of things to happen if you're not the owner. Maybe you're just a person in the organization. So be aware. You have those skills. You have that advantage, but you don't, it won't happen unless you kind of disclose it. Yeah. You mentioned level of integrity. Let me tell you a story that happened to me not too long ago. I ordered the flagpole from first, uh, first service, I believe. Uh, they are a better known company. They sell flagpoles and they sell flag and so on. And I ordered it and they sent it to me in the mail, but you know, the post office never makes a mistake, right? They, <laughs> you know, they never make mistakes. They deliver your, your mail on time where they're supposed to. Well, they didn't do that to me. They put my box in a different box. And when I went to go retrieve it, cause I got the message in the mail saying, you know, <laughs> your, your package was delivered. And lo and behold, my package wasn't there. And I'm like, Oh, what's going on? So I called the company up. I actually emailed them. And we were in conversation back and forth. And this is what the company told me, veteran owned company. They said, well, according to the post office, they delivered your package and uh, they, it's already there. So, you know, there's not much we can do about it. This is what exactly what they told me. I said, that's fine. So I checked back with the post office again and they said, well, the post off, the postman did, a, did an error and he put your box in a different box and somebody else may have picked it up. I says, okay, so my mail was not delivered. And I called the company back and I guess the company contacted the post office because before I knew it, they were sending me a replacement package just like that. It's like, wow, I could have, they could have very easily have said, oh, well, he lost, you know, mm -hmm. so, so what? Mm -hmm. the postman made a mistake you get nothing but this company went far and beyond and sent me another another package so i got my flagpole complete now because i was actually getting ready to send the flagpole back because we thought the other parts it wouldn't have done me any good so i was going to lose anyway so because i did get it back i'm like well you know that's that's integrity that's a business-owned company that has that's able to understand i didn't have to go into a lot of explanation they understood like you were saying they understand you know i'm not lying to them or you know i didn't get it i didn't get it and people do make mistakes and in this case the post office bested up to it they said yeah the postman he wasn't thinking that day and he put your box in the wrong place and some individual kept it so 
The bottom line is that there are businesses out there that are ha that have integrity that will back you up. And I, I, I will praise this company because I would have to have sent half of the product back. And I didn't really want to do that. I wanted my flagpole. <laughs> and, 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 I, and I got my flagpole and I got my attachments for it. So I'm happy. I'm a happy camper now. You ready to raise so, the flag? Yeah, well, there are a lot of good people out there. You know? There there are. There are. And, and I. I wanted to 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 you know in closing because you know we we wanted to make sure that each person had it had an opportunity. If you have a business that you know that that you sometimes forget to acknowledge that you are a veteran, go ahead and post it you know on on our on our group you know on our Golf War uh, era veterans group uh, on Facebook, and also if you're going to be in Winston Salem, you know on the second Saturday, any second Saturday. We're pretty much doing it every second Saturday, unless there's some weird thing that goes haywire. But we meet at 4555 Chatelon. That's here in Winston-Salem. And if you have a business, and it doesn't matter if it's a business that you, you get greasy hands or you wear a suit, you're in a catering business or you're in a wedding business. If you're in an undertaker business or you're in a lawn care business, you're in IT or in medicine, we would love to have you coming in this in the next the next event coming up so that's at 4555 Chatelon drive in winston-salem you can find out more information on that by going to our website which is golfwarveteranscoffee.com you can just send send us a, a quick note give us some information about what you're gonna what you're gonna speak about and and we'd love to have you because we want other people to to be able to 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 acknowledge and to work with you so that you can put food on your table, so you can keep gas in your car, and keep your family happy. Anything else before we run off, Jesse? No, that, that date is November the 13th on the Saturday, which is not a uh, couple Saturdays from now. Actually, next Saturday already. Yeah, yeah, next Saturday. Sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, Mid-month of November. Imagine that. I hope everybody changed their clocks back. Oh, God. So. It threw me off. It threw me off. Yeah. Well, but yeah, the second Saturday. Yes, second side. Well, Jesse, thank you very much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your message. And thank you for for helping other veterans in the trade world, but other you know veterans who, who are in the legal world or in, in healthcare and everything like that. And I want to thank you for, for tuning in to another episode of the No Zone. Remember, if you don't know, you're not in the No Zone. So we'll That's see you right. next time. All righty. Bye for now. Simplify. Hoorah. Thank you for joining us this week. Tune in every week to connect with us and the rest of our veteran brothers and sisters. Until our next episode, visit our website, gulfwarveteranscoffee.com to find out about upcoming events near you and other ways we can support you. Also, if this episode has helped you get closer to a happier life, please make sure to leave a rating, subscribe to our show, and send it over to just one person you've served with who may need to hear it. Remember, we are here for us. Talk soon.